<laughs> I'm Shady Nay. I'm Petty Cash. And this is Tea in the Shade Podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and on Twitter at Tea in the Shade. That's T-E-A in the Shade. And on Facebook, we are Tea in the Shade Podcast. Sis. Hey, girl. How was your week? My week was okay. I'm still currently unemployed. Okay. Um. However, I have... I had an interview Wednesday, and I have one tomorrow, so mm-hmm. hopefully this week was interview week, and next week will be off a better week. All right. Okay. We're claiming that. going to claim it and say. So it was cool. <laughs> um, How was your week? Um, My week was cool. Okay. My week was cool. I was sick at the beginning of the week, mm-hmm. so I was struggling through that, Um, but it's been cool. It's just been like a lazy, low-key week. Well, happy national inter happy national happy <laughs> national international women's day. Yes, yes. How do you feel as a woman? Um, amazing. Great. Um, I still feel like it's Black Women's Day, but that's no shame. Now, absolutely. Yeah. Now, okay. I just got finished with my monthly, so I'm fully feeling like a woman right now. <laughs> but my friend sent me this earlier, uh, a meme sh- like the top four women. Uh-huh. So one, a black woman mm-hmm. or a black women. Okay. Two, women who are black. Three, <laughs> black people who are women. <laughs> Four, humans who are both black and women. I'll take that. Now that is the I top. fully agree. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, shout out to our um, Caucasian and other minority listeners, however, comma. Oh, yeah. Seeing as Black History Month was a little short. Always short. We just had to keep it rolling. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's still Wakanda forever. I've seen it again yesterday. Oh, I want to see it again so bad. Absolutely. I wanted to go this last weekend, but I was sick as hell. Girl, why? First off. But guess what? This weekend, and I'm getting my hair braided. I'm getting oh, some braids. getting braided? So I could really go in there like, good evening, my people. Now, let's hope you keep your braids for a long time because you are quiet, you know, to get braids. And then they be down, like, on that. You'll get them Friday and they be down Monday. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I only did that one time with the faux locks. It don't but matter. when I used to get the little Senegalese twists, I would keep them bad boys in. You, you but right. they just be slipping and sliding about the edges. It's because you got good hair. I just can't be down bad like that. I'm worried about it. If I scratch my head, is the twist going to be stuck to my nail? Like, uh-uh. That's because you got good hair. But I'm getting some box braids. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Thick, thin, medium, small, medium, large? Medium. Okay. Medium. Triangle? I don't know. Or like what I mean. Diamond is what I mean. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not against to? it because I, you know, you always have to protect your edges. Yeah, I'm not like a lot of these girls out here that just try to do the absolute most. I want my edges to prosper. I'm really thinking about getting like ten braids, like blue head, like just them big ones. But mm. we're not with a new job. I can't give them that yet. I'm I gotta, it. I gotta give them appropriate black and for some reason lately i've been wanting to get my nose pierced i'm feeling real hippie-ish lately i think you should i've always been a hippie on the inside but now it's just really flourishing i don't know what about black panther just helped me get to this place in my life but i'm i'm embracing it i don't know when i why i think i nose <clears throat> rings i think of tupac so i okay. feel like <laughs> i feel like you should do it it's very tupac-ish you know what? i can't judge because when i think of nose rings i think of mary j blige does she have one Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Because she used to have a tall ass stud just <laughs> sitting not a tall on top stud. of her fucking nose. Not a tall stud. I always think about Mary J. Blush when I think of nose rings. I think you should. I'm I thinking about getting another tat. So maybe let me know when you go. I'll get a tattoo. Okay, Sister Tramp. Okay, so um, you ready to get started? I am ready. <clears throat> Okay, so we did mention that there was one person we both want to pray for, so I feel like we should do that person last. Okay. 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 Um. So first, on a lighthearted note, mm-hmm. I want to pray for our pocketbooks, mm. our bank accounts, and our wallets. Yes, especially now. Because, well, <laughs> especially because um, it has been confirmed that On the Run 2 is taking place. Has that been confirmed? It has or definitely was that been confirmed. just a slip up and someone got fired? I even know some people who contacted contacted Ticketmaster. Uh-huh. And the people verify that it is it is an actual event, but that they cannot post or let people know about the dates and locations. Well, because B hasn't even dropped a new album <clears throat> yet because they're she's gonna do Songs from Lemonade, but I feel like when she tours, she likes to tour refresh material. A brand new thing. So he can do 444, but she is going to do like 6, 6, no, okay. 777. Seven, seven. <laughs> like, wait a She's second. She's going to do 777. Seven, seven. Some godly shit. Oh, I like that. And but when I tell y'all, I have to go because I still have never seen Beyonce in concert. Wow. I'm saying that I only seen her maybe twice, once or twice. And... I liked 444, so I really would like to go to see Jay-Z as well. Okay. And I feel like if they're in Houston, they are going to do Big Pimpin' and Bun B is going to come out. Well, he doesn't always come. He doesn't. He doesn't always come. That man came out for Escape. He needs to come out for Jay-Z. But he doesn't always come. I feel like when I went to Lemonade, he he didn't come out. Well, I'm just talking about as far as Jay-Z. But still, he doesn't... But I mean, because I think that every time he has a concert here, Bun B needs to be on the stage. That Me, personally. I definitely am not against it. So, I don't know. I mean, he might. He might. I'm going to send my prayers up. Well, I know I'm going to be pocketbook ready because I'm about to get all my 401k. <laughs> and so, I'm just going to set it aside and be, and be ready. And I believe it, too, because... We all know that when Beyonce had him brazen just a little too long, some shit about to pop off. Well, you know, Coachella is in like maybe 42 days now, 40 days now. So um, she is she is getting ready for Coachella. That's like true. Like Miss Tina said that she is extremely focused but on it. The thing is, when she had brazen for a little too long and she had that MacBook up under her arm, is some studio sessions taking place. Oh, I I quite possibly believe like she has been recording for I'm talking about months. Yeah. I, I think that Coachella, they might get new music. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's gonna be going down, but I'm I'm ready. I'm with I'm ready. Too. Um I also want to pray for I'm not really sure who to pray for in this scenario. Uh-oh. But did you watch the new episode of my auntie Ayanla? Yes. So Ayana came out with a new season of Ayana Fix My Life. <clears throat> and on this episode, um, 
it was a little, well, I don't want to say a little girl. It was a young lady mm-hmm. by the name of Kamaya Mobley. Mm-hmm. And also named Alexis. Yeah, also named Alexis. So, um, when she was born, like eight hours after she was born, she was abducted, yeah. kidnapped in the hospital. Yeah. <clears throat> and they never, I mean, just went out of trace, gone. Mm-hmm. So then this girl who has been living her life, she's been living her life as Kamaya. Or no, as no, Alexis. as Alexis, yeah. So she got her first job in high school. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to see like her birth certificate, her social security card, whatever. Of course, yeah. So she goes to tell her mom like, hey, I just need to get this paperwork so I can get these coins. And her mom comes out to tell her like, I don't have it. Mm-hmm. And I can't get it because whatever. I'm not your mom. I think she just when I said I'm not your yeah, know, real mom. She did tell her that. So the Kamaya did say that she asked, like, was I adopted? Mm-hmm. And her mom was just like, no. Right. <laughs> Which I can't even imagine my mom having to fix her mouth and tell me that and me just being like, um, okay. okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so apparently she had been, she knew this information. She still held it in for like a year. Mm-hmm. And she ended up confiding to one of her friends what her mom had said. And then who knows what happened after that. But then that's I when it came I think she asked out. homegirl again. What's her name? Joyce or Gloria? Something like that. Gloria. She had asked her again. And that's when she just burst out and went ahead and told her. Right. I don't even know if she used the words kidnapped, abducted. I, th- I don't know. I don't know how she said it. Mm-hmm. But however she said it. You know, she was then arrested and, and all that kind of stuff. Right. She, the lady's in jail, right? <clears throat> yeah, she's currently in jail. Mm-hmm. So, um, she ends up connecting with her birth parents. Mm. Um, and actually, her birth mom is who contacted Ayala about them mm-hmm. being on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Hold up, though. You know <clears throat> what? I was pissed that people were like, I don't think Ayala should be doing this. She's not handling it right, blah, blah, blah. I don't think Iyanla goes out and looks for people to be on her show. Right. I think people... people... contact Iyanla. Yeah. I mean, it's on her website. Like, it's just like a show. It's just like a talk show. People contact Mari. Mari don't just reach out to random people like, Like, do you you... know who your baby daddy is? Yeah, exactly. Like, people reach out to be on the show. Now, I'm sure maybe with some celebrities, maybe her people might reach out to some people. Her people, yeah, yeah. But as far as just an average person, no. Right. So, they all decide to come on the show. The birth mom at the last minute, you know, changes her mind. She doesn't show up. They still trying to get a hold of her, like, behind the scenes, but mm-hmm. she just not into it or whatever. Which I just thought was weird. You? <clears throat> I thought that was really weird, especially because she was the one who contacted the show. Right. I could see if you contacted the show, we both were supposed to go on, and then at the last minute, I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. But for me to be the reason why we coming on this show in the right. first place, that was crazy. So, Ayanna's talking to a little girl, and then also, um, separately, Ayanna has the birth father, mm-hmm. um, a stepmom, and a boyfriend, who I was concerned because he looked fairly older. Girl, the boyfriend looks a mess. I don't think he's older. I think he's just slow. I think he's slow. Okay. And speaking of older, so, Kamaya's biological mom was 16 when she had her. And the birth father did not know that. Did, so did he did they ever say how old he was? Like how much older? I don't know if they said. No. Because I was wondering, like, well, damn, how much older is he? 
I also was wondering how old he was. Yeah. Because he... He just randomly, yeah, and he just randomly mentioned it in conversation, like you know, her mom was sixteen at the time because I didn't even know she was that young until it happened. Right, yeah, until she until she was giving birth. I think that's when he found out. Mm -hmm. And so the whole situation is just a lot on top of a lot. So Ayana's talking to her, and like the little girl is kind of like. Answering the questions, kind of in the conversation, but really, like, blocked off, distant, mm-hmm. just... You can tell the little girl is really, like, emotionally just cut off. I think off. she was just really focused on the fact <clears throat> that her bio mom wasn't there. Yeah. And so she's like, why am I, like, why am I really going to get deep? And I'm sure that's really what was going through her mind is, like, this lady had me come on this show just to not even be here for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's, I mean, it's a lot for this little girl to process, period. Mm-hmm. Because I think this only, the, she just found out like two years ago, I think. Yeah, yeah, because she's only 18, 19. Yeah. And so she was just getting her first job, yeah. Yeah, so all of this is still fresh. Mm-hmm. Um. So Ayana is telling her, like, I know that you hurt. I know that no matter how you try to act like you're okay, I know that you're not. And Ayana even shares her own experience mm-hmm. with, Thinking somebody was her mom right. and come to find out that's not her mom at all. Which I didn't even know that. I never knew that. And I've, I mean, I've read her books. I've listened to her on podcasts and shows and I've never heard her tell that. And she was 30 when she found <clears> out? <throat> like, can you imagine, like, being 30 and you think it's something else is the truth? And then right. you, like, that's crazy. So to be 18, I know it's, you know, still difficult and especially being kidnapped. Mm-hmm. But she still has a chance to figure it out and develop right. and, and learn herself and her family, you know, that right. kind of stuff. Because that's what Ayala was saying. Like, at the point I found out, I was a mom already. Mm-hmm. And then I had to find out that that wasn't even my mom. And I didn't fully know who I was. Mm-hmm. And I already had kids. So the little girl. Now, the only time she did kind of show some emotion in the beginning was. She made it very clear she did not want the woman who raised her to be portrayed as a liar or a bad uh person. And I know to us on the outside, it's like, well, girl, she is a bad person. But that's still to her. That's her her mom. mom. The lady never hurt her. You know, she didn't do anything wrong to her. She raised her. She obviously lived well. I mean, she had braces. She had senior photos. I mean, she lived Mm -hmm. a good, decent life. So she doesn't see it as bad. Right. Yeah. So then Ayala has her in this room and she does... In the womb. That was the (laughs) womb. True. So she does this exercise with the dad, stepmom, and boyfriend. And it's like, I want y'all to take this little booklet Mm -hmm. and I want you to write all the things that you know about Kamaya. So they write things like she loves fast food, you know, outspoken, just, yes. energetic, nice, sweet, right? Shit bullshit. like that. <laughs> yeah, surface shit. Yeah, surface. So then Ayala shows Kamaya. You know, this is the things they wrote about you, and she puts them on this picture of a man in the womb of Jody. <laughs> of Jody. <laughs> so then Ayala pulls out her own little stickies, and she's like, "This is what they need to know." <laughs> Broken. Alone. Empty. 
a gutter snipe. <laughs> she did not. Not she didn't say gutter snipe, but I just live for that word. So, that little girl though is a gutter snipe. She y'all just wait for us to get to it, yeah. So she goes back to the family and she's like, okay, look, we need to get some type of breakthrough with this little girl. And it's gonna happen one of two ways. I either need to make her extremely angry mm-hmm. or I need to make her feel hurt. Mm-hmm. So Ayana was like, I need y'all to be okay with it. And if she calls your phone, do not answer. So the dad is already like, I don't know. Scary as fuck. Oh, my God. So she convinces him, like, for real. Like, y'all came here to get help. Mm -hmm. So y'all either going to do it or you're not. So she goes back to the room and she's like, you know, trying to be like how she normally is. Mm -hmm. So then she tells her, oh, she gives her this nightgown. And so the girl looking like... You know, I guess waiting to see what exercise is going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, baptism or something. <laughs> so, I was like, well, I gave you this nightgown because you're going to stay, stay the, the night, night here. Well, no, no, no. She did say you have the option. Well, at first she just said because you're going to stay the night. Yeah. And she said, um, the little girl said something. She's like, well, I mean, you have the option. If, you got to stay the night. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, or leave. But don't call... Because she was like, um, if you call, they probably won't answer. Mm-hmm. Because I've given them an assignment, and they're not going to answer the phone. Yep. And she does, like, this patronizing smile and laugh. Because, again, she's already said, you know, she got to get on this little girl's skin. Mm-hmm. The little girl is immediately like, oh, no, see, we not going to do that. How you going to tell him? And, see, I'm thinking she's talking about the boyfriend when she's like, he listens to me. Yeah. He don't listen to you. He listens to me. That's how I know he's slow. <laughs> because your big old six five ass let this little girl tell you what to do. Right. Uh-uh. So she goes outside, like, to the end of the porch. And Ayana, you know, is just standing there still smiling, talking to her like, you know, I'm not forcing you to say. And Ayala keeps telling mm-hmm. her, I never said you have to say. I've, I've said you have an option. You can leave. But they're mm-hmm. not going to answer your phone call. So the little girl's like, well, that's my ride. How you going to tell the motherfucker I rode here with? So yeah. already I was like, wait a sec. Wait yeah. a sec, sis. <clears throat> so she just steady saying, like, how you going to tell the motherfucker I rode with? And uh, why they listen to you any damn way? Because they don't listen to you. They listen to me. How you gonna tell somebody not to answer my if he don't answer this motherfucking phone? I swear to God, I'm gonna slap this bitch. I told you to stop talking to me, bitch. And she t- she called Ayala a big bitch, ugly bitch, black Old bitch, bitch. <sighs> everything. And so Ayala, I love it. She's like, oh, okay. So they didn't write this down disrespectful. <laughs> they didn't write down disrespectful or angry. Ayala not showing no fear. None. But y'all has keep in mind, auntie had let DMX get in her face and she did not blink. None. Like, she was I, like, come on with it. Yeah. Now, DMX would have got in my face, I would have had to retreat. <laughs> but auntie was like, well, come on, crackhead ass nigga, you, you won't be the first. Okay. No, because she, her husband was abusive, so she she like, come on, Cletus. <laughs> come on. I'll beat your ass, I'll DMX. I'll beat your ass. Come on. I've been waiting to pop <laughs> off on the nigga. So Ayana walks off because unbeknownst to Kamaya, the family it's is still, still there in the fucking living room at that. 
<laughs> so she goes in the living room. She's like, okay, so clearly we know that Kamaya's upset. Mm-hmm. And she even tells them, but y'all didn't write that part down. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to act like it's still a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. And y'all got y'all precious, amazing daughter back. But mm-hmm. it's some serious issues going on. Mm-hmm. And until y'all acknowledge it, she going to stay like this. Because she was saying, Iyala was basically saying, nobody's being emotional. Nobody's telling the truth. Yeah. Everybody is sugarcoating what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, Ayana and the dad go outside. Mm-hmm. So, the little girl still, she she on the phone with some random person. Yeah. She gonna tell them not to answer the motherfucker. I mean, just going off. So, Ayana's still calm. Not paying attention that her daddy is even standing right here. <clears throat> even when he walk up. So, now the little girl realizes the dad is there. She mad at the dad. She, like, big-faced him. hmm And she going off, and you need to tell this bitch to get the fuck out of my face. I mean, going off. So, Ayama's still saying, Dad, as I told her, she has an option, but I did tell her that I instructed y'all not to answer the phone. Did I not? And, you know, she even having the dad tell her, like, mm-hmm. Okay, you know, it's, it's nobody's forcing you to stay. Mm-hmm. But the dad telling Ayanla, she's just venting right now. She's just upset. She's just, you know. Ayanla's like, them words ain't hurt me, baby. Yeah, and that's them, what she's The words are nothing to me. That's nothing. But then she said, and this is where Ayanla is a much better woman than I shall ever be in this lifetime. That little girl said, I will stab this black bitch. Mm-hmm. Play with me if you want to. I would I've say, hit, bitch. She said, stab I've me. hit uh I've hit other big bitches for less than this. Or something. Yeah. I'd have said, bitch, stab Let's me. Let's go. Please. Let's go. I would have slid off them fucking mules I got my hat on, and me and that little girl would have went to work Let's on that go. fucking point. You wanna fight? <laughs> Like I, I, like, I immediately thought, you want to talk shit? You want to run your mouth? You want some gangsters from your motherfucking house? Like, I immediately was like, set that shit off, Ayala. Fuck I that really little girl up. I really was about to get with her ass. Because I'm telling you. I would have got with Kamaya. First of all, there's no way I could have took all the shit Ayala was taking. But she been doing this for years. So right, I'm right, sure right, right. I knew. And plus, she, she antagonized her purposefully. Yeah. Yeah. But when that little girl said, I'll stab this bitch, bitch, I want you to. I want you to just go grab a knife so I could beat your motherfucking ass. Because I'm bad, bitch. And your stepmama could get it too, Paul. But stepmama was quiet. Because Slow stepmama, boyfriend was quiet too. Stepmama was probably like, I didn't sign up for all this shit. Probably because Kamaya probably do that shit all the time. And because they living in that world of not wanting to upset her because they don't want to quote-unquote lose her again or whatever. They just let her do whatever the fuck she wanted to do. Right. And you can tell it because nobody seemed shocked, though. Mm-hmm. It was just more like a, oh, Lord, here, here we she go. go. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, girl, what the fuck is going on with you? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Recently, the dad went live with somebody oh. and posted this video about Saying Ayanna was lying. He never said exactly what she's lying about, but based off of other stuff he said, I think Ayanna and them kicked them out. And it wasn't just that they left and chose not to come back. But this little girl threatened to stab this lady. Yeah, it was over with. Y'all got to motherfucking go. It was over with. It was nothing that Ayanna could do. Y'all go. Have a great day. 
Y'all didn't come back the next day. So, mm. fine. We're done. Then they said, because you know Ayala's son is always a part of production. Mm. They said that the son, I guess, said something slick to Kamaya. But, bitch, you guessed it. Yeah. I can guarantee anybody say anything to my mama, I don't give a fuck where we at. <laughs> bitch, who who you talking to? Because, I mean, that's threatening. To stab you somebody. You threaten this yeah. lady. Yeah. Of course. You lucky that that's all that happened. You lucky she don't have a daughter that was there mm-hmm. that started just swinging on your fucking daughter. Yep. Because that's exactly what Nay would have done. Y'all, I... they wouldn't have even had time to flash my name at the bottom of the screen before <laughs> I jumped into the frame I would have been fighting. I would have been fighting. I'm not even a fighter. But I would, I would have fought that night. Oh, yeah. I would have fucked that little girl up. I would have been like, okay, let's go. I'm getting you around for your money. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. You didn't slap bigger bitches, fled, then slap, slap me. me. Slap, slap me, me, girl. Please. Please. I'm Please big slap you. me. Turn the cameras off. Slap me, bitch. <laughs> <sighs> so I just want to pray for everybody because. Well, I think Kamaya really needs to understand that she is harboring. Anger. Anger towards her bio mom. And I guess she doesn't really want to. Because, you know, she knows, like, what people are saying. Like, this lady kidnapped you. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you look at the camera, I mean, if you look at the recording from when your mom was 16 and she is, like, crying. crying, Yeah. Face and neck full of acne. And she's crying for somebody to bring her baby back. Mm -hmm. That right there, you should understand the pain that the lady went through. And I feel like she is so stuck on who raised her and mm-hmm. she had a good life and this and that, that she doesn't really want to acknowledge what her life would have been. And I think everybody needs to just acknowledge the next person's feelings and mm-hmm. not try to force the narrative they want to live in. Mm-hmm. Because just like Ayana was telling them, which is true, at some point in order for every for them to have a good relationship with Kamaya... They're going to have to accept that to her, Gloria is her mom. Mm-hmm. To her, Gloria is not the monster that they see her to be. Because mm-hmm. Gloria gave her a good life. Yep. In the same token, Kamaya needs to understand that that's a struggle for them. Yep. And that that's not something you could just say, well, I just need y'all to accept her. And they can be like, oh, okay, well, cool. Like, yeah. this night, you dating some guy that your dad just don't like. Right. Right. This is you claiming somebody who took you from us for 18 years mm-hmm. as your mom. Mm-hmm. And we supposed to all co-parent. And we've been looking for your dog ass. <coughs> and now you got a fucking attitude. Yeah. Bitch. And see, <laughs> I, I would have been like, you know what? Stay with that bitch. She in jail now anyway. I don't give a fuck. That's your mama. That cool. Dusty Ho can have your crazy ass <laughs> yeah, little bitch. Because I've been and fucking up. stabbed you. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know if I want to do a good one or a bad one. Uh, we could pray for Stevie J, Dusty S. No. Oh, okay. I, I can't wait to watch the show to come back, but what well, are you he's about to go to, support? He's about to go to prison. He ain't going to go. He's going to go to prison. They've already ordered him to go to prison. He's going to be sentenced in April. Well, they already record the show, so I'm going to see it. Um, For $1.3 million. And back child support. Well, y'all niggas do not want to pay child support, dog. I don't dog. even think that. I just feel like, why the <clears throat> fuck y'all still trying to collect child support? And them cheering is with that man recording the goddamn TV show. Like, fuck. But, I mean, I'm guessing it's the state. 
But fuck that. Like, fuck that. Well, I don't even know if that's all his kids on the show because I've never watched it too. Well, no, no, no. It's only like two girls. <clears throat> the, the, I think his name's Stevie. Stevie Jr., whatever. And like another one. I don't think it's... Because he got, what, seven? Eight? I don't fucking know. He probably don't fucking know. I just feel like... It's, where is the statute of limitations? I don't where know. Where is it? It is annoying. He not going to pay it? He don't have that. This shit is all just wild to me. Because I remember one time... I had asked my mama why she never put my dad on child support. And I was in at the time I was like in middle school or high school. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I asked her why she never put him on child support because he was flaky as fuck. Mm-hmm. And like it was just something like my grandmother and them like just did not agree with. Like he either gonna be there or he not. Either way, you gotta keep it moving. And I'm not, I'm definitely not one to judge anybody who puts their baby daddy on child support because kids are not fucking free right. or cheap. Right. But it's just weird now to see how much of a constant issue child support is when growing up, I, th- I thought that's what everybody felt like. Like, you just don't deal with that shit. He's either gonna well, do it or he not. First off, you begging for some shit. You ain't. You might not even fucking get. And I'm gonna say begging. That might be bad. Somebody feelings might be hurt. But uh-huh. you asking for some shit that you might not even get. The nigga ain't got no fucking job because you slept with a bum ass nigga. Right. So you you already well, he ain't got, got no fuck, legal job. Yeah. Or you so you you got a fuck boy who don't give a fuck. Or and he got maybe two three other fucking kids. Mm-hmm. So what? So what you want? Eighty dollars a week. What what's that gonna do? Because I mean, the regular niggas that's on child support, they ain't paying no that's true thousand fifteen hundred. Like that's just not happening. That's that's just not happening. They might be paying a hundred fifty a week, and, and also, that's a might. Also, when you get with a nigga and this nigga already in child, let's say child number three, maybe four, a part of you has to be like, you know what, bitch. This might not be for me. It's not for you. You need to go get an abortion. Whoa. I'm sorry. If you with a nigga, <laughs> you with a you you with a nigga, he already got like three kids and you baby mama, I give you baby mama number three. I say he had two with one person. Mm-hmm. Go go get an abortion. Let it go. Um because that's like all fatty white people. Ooh, Why God y'all out here having all these cheering for a nigga that ain't shit to none of them? And they all competing, like, to be top baby mama of America. And y'all not, because he don't give a fuck about none of y'all. He don't stay with none of you, He hoes. don't give a fuck about y'all By the y'all time the baby either. shower hit, he gone. Like, it's disgusting. <clears throat> I would not have a kid by a nigga that got that many children. That I, I'm immediately... Using birth control and a diaphragm and a condom. And plan B here and there. Just Girl, here and there every fucking day. <laughs> just like, let me take this. There's no way. There's no way. Like, we just, like, like how we want men and boys to understand, like, you can't touch me. Women need to understand, let me, like, protect myself from a yeah. fuck nigga for real, for real. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to get trapped with no baby. Like, babies are worse than marriage. Because a marriage, you can divorce, dissolve, yeah, and move and be on. Done. I could block you on Kids, everything. It's like I never met you. You got to see that nigga, whether you see him through the child or whatever. Like and everybody, not, be like eighteen years. It's longer than that. It's life. My mom still just like <laughs> I'm fucking thirty three. 
Just not too long ago, my mom had to talk to my dad because I was having major surgery. Mm-hmm. They thought I was going through, like, some serious shit. Yeah. Of course, she had to talk to the nigga, like, mm-mm, child. Mm-mm, child. Mm-mm. Fuck that. That's one of the Suck few that things out of me. that sometimes I be like, see, that's why it's, it's not that bad that I can't even have kids. Because I ain't got to worry about the type of baby you daddy don't. I got. That's, you, it's a blessing. CPS is my baby daddy. Yeah. And he get on my fucking nerves too, but he ain't that bad. Girl, and the it, check be consistent. I'm telling you, to get pregnant by a fuck <clears throat> nigga got to be one of the worst things to ever happen to women Ooh. on International Women's Day. I bet your <laughs> bitch got pregnant today by a fuck nigga. I know. Or she it. took a pregnancy test today and reality sent in. Oh, Lord. Pray for her ass. Okay, all of them. Um, Usher yes. and his wife, Grace Miguel. Let um, it burn. They announced that they are going their separate ways. So what does that mean? Because I don't y'all just know. separating until like you well, get you know, out of court or y'all gonna the, actually get a divorce. Well, that's a statement they released when they're about to start the divorce proceedings mm-hmm. and they wanna announce it before the blogs do. Mm-hmm. That's all it's always the exact same thing. Mm. We respect and admire each other. We will always remain friends. Well we ask that you respect our privacy. I don't think y'all time. gonna be friends because I ain't seen Grace on his Snapchat, his Instagram, nothing in a long time. She been gone. Well, I don't follow him on nothing, so. I do, because I'm still an Usher fan. I don't give a fuck about no herpes. Y'all still with niggas that got herpes, and y'all just don't know it. Like. Oh, my. I don't know him personally, so his herpes is not going to affect me musically. Now, that's a valid point. I'm down with the music. That's a valid point. I love Usher. So they was married in 2015. So, you know, I guess that's a a three-year. That was a cute little run. They've been together for a while, though. Usher just needs to be single. I think yeah. he's a better single individual. He's mm-hmm. a, he has a lot of fun out there with Jermaine Dupree and <laughs> all the other the rappers. They're really good friends, and he hangs out and parties. And he's a good single dad. So just let him let's let him be yeah, single. Just chill out, bro. Yeah, just stay alone. Um, you and Common, because you saw Angela and Common broke up. They did. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that, girl. Um. Oh wait, before we leave Usher. Okay. Quantasia. Sit your fat ass down. What happened? This bitch gonna pretend paparazzi found her, asking her, like, how she feel about the, them people separating. First off, why are they gonna ask you how you feel about somebody separating from his wife that you slept with him when he was married? Get the fuck out of here, number found one. Found her where? Her job at the Waffle Girl, House? she was walking somewhere, acting like... She had her cousin recording her. Yeah. Acting like paparazzi just rolled up on her. We should start doing that. <laughs> like... I'm not gonna look at stupid should as be Quantasia. At the so she's talking about um, she still want an apology, bitch. For what? For what? Cause he didn't fuck you, number one. So you just gonna stop? I don't. I mean, this has nothing to do with her being fat or anything like that. He can bring you on stage all day. But that don't mean you went to the hotel room, right? I'm sorry. And even if you went to the hotel room, it still don't mean nothing. Cause I remember once upon a time, a comedian. Invited yes. me to his hotel. Yes. But he met me in the lobby and he was very nice to me. He yep. took a picture. My phone was dead and he posted the picture on Twitter for me. Yeah. 
And he was very polite. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's a real story. That's a true story. Y'all. It is a true story. I saw, I watched his um, Breakfast Club interview the other day. Mm-hmm. And he was saying how he always tried to be very gracious, like, with his fans and stuff. And I instantly was like, you know what? He was very nice He to was. Me. Even though I was like, okay, tell me where you at. Send me a picture. Yeah. Let me know when you're going. Like, I mean, I was still very cautious. And but... the whole thing was so random because it was just... I used to get um, advanced tickets from Studio Movie Grill. Mm-hmm. He, I can't remember what movie he was coming what out with. What movie was it? I don't remember. But he was coming out with a movie, and they were doing the advanced screening, and he showed up to the advanced mm-hmm. screening. And so I went, like, straight from work. It was mm-hmm. storming that day. Mm-hmm. I went, stood in line. But they would just send out the tickets to just a bunch of people, but you had to be a certain number to actually get in and watch right. the movie. Right. So... They stopped, like, three people in front of me. So, as I was walking out of the movie theater, I just tweeted, like, oh, I'm so mad. I rushed the studio movie grid to see this, um, it was Marlon Wayans. I don't remember what movie it was. What's his scary, what's his scary movie that he had that was, like, um... Damn, I can't remember what it was. It one was of a the parody latest parodies. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it was the sequel. Yeah. So, you know, I had tweeted like, dang, you know, I came to the screening for Marlon Wayne's movie and they stopped a couple people in front of me. I'm so mad, whatever, whatever. So I was on my way home. I think I had just got home and he tweeted me back and he mm-hmm. was like, come to whatever that hotel is right there by Studio Movie Grill. Let's take a peek. I'm sorry that you missed it. I immediately was like, <laughs> bowed, <laughs> hopped in the car. I think I texted you and, like, one other uh-huh. person. He came and met me in the lobby. First of all, the first thing I noticed, he was really nice to the hotel staff. Like, he was really, really nice to him. Stopped and talked to him and everything. He talked to me for a few minutes. Then I was like, well, I came, but my phone died, but I just really wanted to meet you. And he was like, no. We took, like, three or four pictures on his phone, and he tweeted them. And I was like, God, I'm going to bless that man. And he has. Mm-hmm. But all I'm saying is, Quantasia, <clears throat> let it go. Sis. Let it go. Because I think you don't even have like a really valid case. Like you just out here for attention, and I'm tired of you. You giving big girls a bad name for the big girls that actually can get it. Like I'm, I'm just sick of you. See, the big girl culture is in a very fine place right now because we winning. Like we doing very well. Mm-hmm. So one or two big girls. Acting out of turn is just going to fuck it all up. Yes. And make us seem like desperate for attention. And that we're never we're not. not. No, we're not desperate for attention. Ever. Ever. Because we get chose. Listen, Whether they want to admit it or not, we get chose. So all of y'all listening to this, I want you to take a moment. Focus on our words. Big girls. Always and forever. Get chose. Get chose. Don't ever doubt it. Don't question it in your soul. Your favorite local drug dealer is in our inbox. Your favorite anybody is is in our inbox. I'm telling you for real. Now, all them Africans that be in the inbox, <laughs> y'all can fucking Bitch, go away. When I tell you the, the right African could come along. Uh-uh. No, Mm-mm. you can. You got to be like an African prince. You got to be like <laughs> Prince Akeem. Like, you could be my you, prince. Yes. <laughs> if you were really a prince, I'll marry yeah. you. Now, that's for sure. You take that's my big you. ass over there in Nigeria any day. Queen. Okay. okay. <laughs> Queen. 
And I would be walking around uh, Nigeria like Wakanda forever. But you can't be like too aggressive because I got. But I they all know. aggressive. They 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 are. Very one much time out. I fucked around and said hello back to one of them <laughs> Africans because. My glasses head just came up off of an African. So I was like, you know what? Let me not be rude. Let me not block my blessing in case God <laughs> sent him to me. I said hello back and he told up my inbox until I blocked him. Girl, no. He was like, I don't want to get my heart broken. You are so beautiful. Bitch, what? I fucked around and said yes to a drink in this club one time to Lewis, who was an African. Where these Africans be picking their American names at? Well, you know, they British, so they get these. No. <laughs> They be in Weke, and then you ask him his name, and it's Richard. Nigga, please. In Weke, if it's in your inbox, huh? In Weke. But <laughs> I just feel like I fucked around and said yes for that drink, and you literally followed me around that yeah. night, and it was just like, you trying to If you say anything to a aggressive Nigerian dude, you are his concubine. Period. Yeah. Yeah. And this was before Devin moved here. And he fucked that man, fucked around and said he going back to his country. Okay, no. <laughs> because you not about the motherfucker kidnap me. Oh, no. And take no, me no. over there. No. And not come back. No. No. Because oh, I'm not getting 20 shots before I have to go anyway. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Fuck That's that. too many vaccinations, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Um, I was gonna mention that Rick Ross may yes, or may not have be dead in the hospital. Girl, or whatever. what kind of fake foolery is this? Because when I saw the picture of that watch, I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" No, the, <laughs> the watch, and then he posted a picture of obviously someone else. Because Rick, you're fucking bald headed, and this nigga had a whole mohawk, and you posted this picture talking about it feel good to be home. Sir, that's not you in that picture. Who is that? Who got his phone? (laughs) I know. That last baby mama. Black people do too fucking much. So Rick Ross was supposedly hospitalized. And I say supposedly, allegedly hospitalized on March 2nd because this motherfucker was slobbing at the mouth. Mm -hmm. And somebody from his home called, which I don't know why they trying to deny it. Obviously, the record of the 911. When I tell you TMZ always gets the 911 call. TMZ got it. Okay? They got the hookup. So he gets the 911 call. He's reportedly like not uh, coherent, but kind of there, but slobbing at the mouth. Mm-hmm. So he rushed to the hospital. At first, we were told that it's possible pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Then TMZ reported that he was on life he support. Was on, I guess life support, but they they worded it as on the machine for his heart and lungs. Right. That's how they worded it. Bitch, that's life support, ho. <laughs> no, the fuck kind of hospital y'all at, but the hospitals. <laughs> People I know have been in when the machine is pumping your lungs and heart. That is bitch. your life. <laughs> okay. Okay. So my first question was, is this nigga on lean? Girl. Because probably. y'all gonna learn. And and I don't wanna say I wanted him to die. Whoa. But I just feel like young niggas needs to know that you will die from this shit. But to me, when Pim C died. I was like, okay, if people are aware of how he actually died and what led to certain conditions... But they not. Y'all motherfuckers would chill. Same with Big Mo. I remember when I was in mm-hmm. Greystone, 
it used to be weird shit going on with him because we knew a mutual friend of his. And I was like, well, then why the fuck do y'all drink that shit mm-hmm. if it have y'all narcoleptic and all kind of other shit? And they say it's the hardest shit to get off of. So I know Rick Ross ain't going to stop drinking it. But, you know, okay, so he may have suffered a heart attack or had the pneumonia or died and was on life support because in a I, coma. I'm I don't torn know. Because I feel I don't like know. on one hand, I feel like we're supposed to pray for him. I don't even know what we're praying for. Because they said that none of this ever happened. Because his people, his family... All of them is saying that TMZ is just completely false, that none of this was happening. And let me tell you one thing I say about TMZ. They may be dumb as fuck, but they shit is And racist. Yeah. But they pretty accurate. They fuck up a little bit here and there. I think they're accurate but they with 911 calls and like, shit yeah. like that. Like, I, I feel like they legit have spies in every city, major city and state. And when shit goes down... And I think they got people at all hospitals, too. And when she... Because this man was in Miami, Florida. They definitely have direct connect. I <laughs> like, feel like they have a, a particular representative at 911. Yeah. And just be like, hey, Deborah, I need you to look this up for me. Yeah. And just get it right on. Just You want me to send it to your email? Got you. I, I, I just don't know why Rick Ross didn't want to deny it when... Every celebrity I follow posted this shit. Ross, we here for you. We praying for you. All this. I just thought that shit is karma for you was talking that slick shit on Instagram and you thought that, you know, when shit gonna happen to you. And then God said, gotcha, bitch. Put your ass Look, in the hospital. God will shake the shit at you. I'm trying like, to told you. Okay, now you're trying to be fly. Nah, I'll put you on your ass. Yes. <laughs> okay, so the last person I wanted to bring up was Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. He did an interview with Rolling Stone where he says that Whitney died of a broken heart and he wants her death certificate to be adjusted to state as such. Okay, so Bobby Brown is Kamaya Mobley's <laughs> daddy. And I think the combination of losing Whitney and Bobby Christina just got him fucked up. But I mean, I don't want to say he didn't lose Whitney, but it wasn't like that was like your wife still. I mean, you had moved on. The, he had moved on, but... I honestly feel like it was one of those situations where you feel like you have to move on because y'all shit is just too toxic. toxic. Yeah. But I'm sure he didn't really want to move on. I just feel like he is a talking contradiction in stating mm. that she <coughs> was brokenhearted because she was really trying hard to be sober. Well, sir, that means that she was not sober. Unsober. <laughs> and that... Whatever she was on, whatever was found, I mm. think it was like Coke and Some kind of something else. Yeah. Okay. That caused her to go into whatever trance, stance, a coma, whatever she went into, and she went under. And 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 I mean that's just it. Listen, I can fall asleep in the bathtub solo dolo. You can like, mm-hmm. that's dangerous. I get some of the best rest in the bubble bath. Girl. I wake up refreshed and brand new. I can't tell you the last time I took a bath. So I can't imagine what a little bit of cocaine and drugs. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can't imagine what a little bit of crack might do. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just feel like Brandy and Bobby need to let her rest. Mm-hmm. Just leave her alone. 
stop bringing her up, you know, celebrate her on her birthday and her anniversary for like everything that she was. Yeah. But just stop with accept trying to change it. what happened. Right. Yeah. You, you know? just have to accept what it is. It is very unfortunate. I, a lot of us feel a loss in her death. Right. And especially when you find out it was something that could have been avoided. But a but lot it of just us is what it is. A lot of us also knew that that was going to be what took her out. Yeah. I mean, she was a drug addict. Right. You know, and as much as we love her and, and Bobby and Prince, I mean, not Bobby, and Michael and mm-hmm. Prince, mm-hmm. they were drug addicts. Right. I mean, and that that's what happens to drug addicts. They die right. of overdoses, you know, most commonly. So I don't want to sound harsh but mm-hmm. it happened bro it yeah. happened and the, and the, whatever is on the autopsy report will be on her death certificate right it definitely it doesn't just say what no we want to say yeah. yeah um so a praise report for this week mm-hmm. um philando castillo yes um a charity was made in his name because you know he used to work um, at like in the school at the, uh, yeah, uh, elementary school in the cafeteria, cafeteria. Mm-hmm. so they made a charity in his name. Um, they were taking donations, and they raised enough donations to where all the student lunch debt in the whole school district has been paid for. Damn! Mm-hmm. Wow! So that's really, really amazing. That is. That's dope. Them white people really loved him. They did. Yeah. Because that was one of the few times where I saw white people really step up, like. What y'all not gonna do is try to smear him, right? Mm-hmm. After what happened to him, mm-hmm. like he was a good person. My kids loved him. I loved him. Mm-hmm. Like, that was really the first time I saw people really just be like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, I know this game that y'all like to play, but y'all not gonna do it with this, right?" Like, yeah. So, I'm I'm speaking of Philando though. Uh, Dominique Penn is that her last name? She she was in the car. His girlfriend was in the car. She's gonna uh-huh. be on Iyanla. Oh, okay. Oh, I did see that. She's going to be on one that. of the episodes. So, yeah. Yeah, that'll mm-hmm. be good to see. Because I'm yeah. sure that his lips. I mean, super traumatic. Yeah. Her and Baby Girl. Yeah, even though, just say probably for a even though Baby Girl might not quite remember it, but I could just still feel like she would have some trauma about something. Yeah, she yeah. have to. Um, <clears throat> so, the last person, and Ooh. it's somebody we both actually agree on. We Wait, touch and agree. I'm going to ask you this. You watch Black Ink? No, I just. <laughs> Um, so we actually talked about this a little bit last week, mm-hmm. um, but the episode we were referring to aired this week. So on Black Ink, Sky's oldest son, Genesis, mm-hmm. met up with Caesar. Mm-hmm. Um, it did not unfold the way I thought it would. Well, the way that anyone thought it right. would. Right. Because it definitely looked like it was about to take a quick left turn. Yeah. So in the episode, Sky really kind of went back and forth about C's even meeting up with him. C's still felt strongly like something else has happened because like this just leaving it up in the air is not mm-hmm. working. So C's reached out to him. Genesis agreed to meet him. You could tell his dad was there too, just they didn't put the camera on his face. See, I don't think that was his dad. I think that was just security. Well... The only reason I think it was his dad because when C sat down with him, he said, I'm really glad y'all agreed to meet with me. Mm. So I knew it was somebody close to him and just from stuff that's happened. I mean, the man has always been there because he was there when he met Scott, right? Wasn't that who walked away with him when he was like screaming? With yeah, the I believe off? so. Yeah. And then, you know, his dad went to Dutch's shop and did that interview yeah, with him. Yeah. 
So that's why I'm assuming it was, it was the dad. He and at one point when he was crying, me. you could see it was a man rub his back or like oh, pat him on his back. Okay. So of course when he first get there, gets there, well when C's first gets there, you know, he tried to shake his hand. Genesis just gave him a fist to do a little pound. Um, and as most people say, he was just like, dang, it's just like looking at Sky. I mean, that motherfucker looked just like Sky <clears throat> before she get her like tracks installed. Like just when she just like, gel her short hair down, look just like Genesis. Oh my gosh, yo, it's scary. It's complexion in everything. Everything. You know, he like, nah, man, it's like you looking at Genesis. Like, oop. Okay. Bye. My bad, Didn't mean to do a little junky junky. <laughs> okay, I was just trying to lighten the mood. Okay, okay. you're not on that. That's cool. So, C's, you know, you can tell C's is nervous, but also really trying to figure out the best way to do this. Right, right. Which made me kind of like C's a little bit. Like, uh, well, I just mean, he wasn't doing it, like, just for some stupid reason or like, just for a scene. You can tell right he now, really... I felt like that scene was a real actual scene like he wasn't acting right yeah it looks really genuine yeah so you know he explained it because genesis is just real standoffish everything c says genesis is like you know i don't know you you're not my dad you're not my mom like you're not the person for me to talk to yeah, about he, that you know he was just basically like i don't need to get to know you i don't need to talk to you about nothing there's no future with us like i don't right. have nothing to talk to you about and- i i need to be talking to my mom. Right. And C's, which I I could get that C's was really just trying to say, I'm not here as a representative for your mom. I'm just here because some healing has to take place. And if I could play a role in you healing, that's all I'm here for. I'm not here to speak on her behalf. I'm not here to make you feel a way about her. I'm just here to help you figure out how to move forward in all this. I just feel like I get what C's wanted to do, but uh-huh. that young man cannot move forward without having a conversation with Scott. Yeah, like it's he no bypassing can't. that. It's it's no moving forward. It, you know, he don't even care about no bright future. Mm-hmm. He's just not interested in, you know, being this happy-go-lucky kid until this part of his life is like, Addressed, yeah. yeah, and to his satisfaction, like he's just not here for, you know, kicking it with C's just because you my mom, you know, you my mom's friend. Like I watched your ass on TV too, my nigga. Like yeah. you never spoke up about it then, right? And another I feel like thing, he was trying to be a spokesperson for Sky though, talking <clears throat> about. I yeah. know your mom for a long time and you know she really loved you. Like you shouldn't have even said all that. Yeah, like you either here to be her representative or you not. Right. But one thing it did show is sometimes people are okay being angry. Mm-hmm. Some people are not ready to come to a resolution yet. They feel right in being angry. Mm-hmm. And you can't force somebody out of their place, even if you know. Okay, you've been angry all this time, but what you gonna do about it? Right. <clears throat> Sometimes you have to allow people to stay in that angry yep. space if that's just where they at. Like, because yep. you trying to force them out is making him angrier. Yes. Like, just let the dude be angry. Because he feels like you're <clears throat> trying to soften the blow for Sky. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, don't come here telling me about her and about what she 
is going through or like her struggle or whatever like right i don't he don't give a fuck about oh, flying fuck. what sky has gone through like when he said that well wait before you say that because oh, okay. i already know what she wants to say so as we mentioned last week he slides that fucking table over and he takes them glasses off mm. and she's like wait 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 I, when I tell you I was scared for season that moment, like, nigga, he is about to rock him, sock him, your motherfucking ass. <laughs> but it was just, like, all of a sudden. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know in his head why he needed to move the table and not, like, just lean on the table. Like, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I don't know why he wanted space and opportunity. I don't know. But all he did really was just lean forward and he really just opened up. Mm-hmm. He got emotional. And he really was telling Cease how he felt. And it was crazy because a lot of what he said was stuff we've talked about mm-hmm. in the past about how he most likely felt. Because, it, I mean, it's a given. Well, did you know <clears throat> that he was four when she left? I did not know that. That was news to me. Because she always says it like they were really young. Like they don't even like, remember her. Yeah. Yeah. But he said he vividly remembers the day mm-hmm. that they were giving up to this other family. And how she of walked away and upset. didn't even turn around. And didn't that's look what he back. said. Which also confuses me because did your grandmother give you away uh-huh. or did Sky? Mm-hmm. But he said, he said it more than once. I remember her giving us up and never even looking back. Just mm-hmm. walked away like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Of course this nigga is upset. Pissed. To be four, <laughs> you know your mama. Y'all done been through some shit, whether y'all done lived on the street together, whether, like anything, at four years old, yeah. you know her. You know what she looked like. You know her scent. You know her laugh. You know everything. Because, you know, we have an old co-worker who she was raised in, she grew up in foster care. Mm-hmm. She said, oh, she told me the story. I want to say she was like three and she vividly remembers the day the police came to their house, mm-hmm. kicked the door in, and took her and her siblings. She said she remembers it like it was yesterday. She remember being in the back of that cop car and looking out the back window as they drove them kids away from the house. Like, they will fuck with a person mm-hmm. for real. But you gave them kids, like... And he said, you know, but I'm watching you on TV. Mm-hmm. You crying about us one minute... But you get, and he said, <laughs> bitch. That boy said, but you getting your titties done. He you getting said, your pussy done. He said, I watched you get your ass done, your pussy done, your titties done. I was like, oh my God. Like, it was one thing for us to say it, but to really see him sitting there crying, saying, like, I'm in jail. In jail, watching you. On TV, he was like, I don't have no freedom. I don't have nothing. And I'm just watching you, like, live your best life. Yeah. And no phone call. I mean, like, literally, he was just saying, I just wanted a phone call. I just wanted her to call me. Yeah. Was like, visitation. I just wanted her to visit me. Anything. And he was like, nothing. Like, she gave them nothing. And that was, he made a valid point about... Y'all keep saying that she wanted to get, you know, herself together. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to be right. She's been on this show for years, collecting checks for years. And still ain't call. It, I could even see if maybe after the second or third season, 
she reached out and she's like, okay, look, I'm in a much better place. Mm-hmm. I'm getting, you know, obviously, you know, I'm on TV. I'm getting these checks. Like, I'm just trying to get it all together. Like, did she right not now. think that he would recognize her on TV? Did she not think that he would watch it? And see, I guess I never thought. I never fully thought about that because I wasn't sure if they even knew she was a mom. But That's true. this little boy was old enough mm-hmm. and knows for a fact mm-hmm. you are his mom. He has mm-hmm. those few years of memories with you. Like, that's insane. That Like, when he was talking, I was just like, wow. But when he cried and he said that, like, my heart broke for him. Yes. Like, it really, really, really broke for him. Yes. That is so, so sad. I mean, because... To him, it was just like, you just didn't care because, okay, once you got on TV, you still didn't care. Because I'm sure at some point it made him feel like just a storyline. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. she did talk about those boys for years. And I mean, imagine him being in jail or imagine his friends or whatever. And I'm sure he's saying, like, that's my mom. Mm-hmm. And they like, well, damn, she ain't, she ain't going to hit you up. She not going to come visit you. Nothing. She not sending you no money, no nothing. Like, your mom and your grandma on on TV. But that now it also makes sense why the older one is so angry and the younger one isn't. I don't... Well... Because the younger one probably was a baby. Well, let's see. He just graduated from high school, so he's only maybe two years under Genesis. He's not that far. Right, two or three years, so that would have made him like one or two. So he... he, he he don't. He definitely don't have that memory that Genesis have of her literally giving him up and just walking off. But I also think he just had a different, uh, growing yeah up period. Like Genesis with the football had a, and clearly yeah. Genesis was just angry from jump. Yeah, been angry. I think he has the sky in him. I think mm-hmm. that he has that bipolarism, mm-hmm. craziness, that anger in him that she has. I mean, he's just like her. Yeah. So he has that that angry tank, and it's just full. Yeah, it, it, it's just full. And baby boy, Desolence, he's just <clears throat> wanting to enjoy the fruits of what she has now. He's just wanting to be around her and be spoiled because, right. at this point, he knows she's gonna do anything because you owe. Basically, you owe them fucking kids. Yeah, That's and so true. he enjoys like being spoiled by her and taken care of and he probably just like fuck Genesis but he also hadn't been to jail like Genesis he ain't had those same kind of struggles Yeah, and so Genesis is kind of like why did you give us up like yeah it may have to him it may have been hard but you didn't have to give us up because you saw you know even when he asked C's like would you ever give your daughter up Mm -hmm. and C's didn't want to answer but I mean it's true you wouldn't you ain't give your daughter up for adoption you went through the struggle right but Genesis you have to understand your mother is sick she like really is sick I really do believe she has that same disease that her mom has and she's just not there yet with taking medicine this kind of left field but I had felt this in my spirit when he asked Caesar that C's ain't really been the best dad his damn self so it ain't even about him giving up his daughter because he had no qualms not coming around. Hey, right. And, you know, he wasn't the mother. So right. that's like a question to ask a mom. Um, but you would think that Genesis didn't have anybody. But, I mean, it looks like the home that they came up in was was okay. It probably was a good home, but it's 
I mean, your life is always going to be what you make of it. Because clearly they grew up in the same home and had two completely different Mm -hmm. outcomes. And that's because they were in different places in their Mm -hmm. life. And he obviously went back to New York. Like, I guess he lives in New York. Mm -hmm. Well, because you know now Genesis is with their dad. Right. So, because even the mom said that he was doing good. Until mm-hmm. he decided to go and mm-hmm. be with his dad. And it just went downhill from there. And my thing is, like, what is the dad saying? Like, because my thing is, oh, he was in jail. Because, I mean, he wasn't there. He wasn't but, I there mean, when they were younger. he ain't been in jail for 18 years, I, I assume. So, he, I mean, well, I don't know. Who knows? I don't, yeah, I don't know. That motherfucker could be lying, too. After love, after lockup, a nigga can't be in jail for 18 years for all we fucking know. Mm, true. Um. So, this week, we wanted to do something fun. So, we want to add a segment called Shady Opinions. And in a perfect world, we would get emails from listeners um, with questions or events or whatever y'all want to have us discuss on air. Mm -hmm. But until then, just to get the ball rolling, um, I'm sure a lot of y'all are familiar with a Twitter page called Six Brown Chicks. And this Twitter page gets anonymous questions and... That are pretty outlandish. And they just post the questions on Twitter so that everybody can just openly respond with answers. Now, I went through from the last... Because they only do this on, I want to say, Wednesdays or Tuesdays. Okay. So, I went through and I tried to only pick some that seemed realistic. Because they are really outlandish. Mm -hmm. And I know some outlandish things do happen, but I tried to pick some that at least seemed really fathomable okay so question one i'm dating a preacher's kid and i really like him he's a gentleman kind passive etc all the things i don't want in the bedroom okay how to convince him to do better in bed without hurting his feelings oh that's easy okay you just really have to be honest about what you're feeling yeah like you can Especially in the bedroom. And plus, yeah. if y'all are already at the stage of having sex, then y'all should be really open and honest with each other. Right. Because ain't no need to be fucking him and you, like, shy or nervous. or That, that don't make sense. hmm So, you really have to... I don't want to say be a drill sergeant, but you really have to be like, I like it when you do this. I enjoy when you do this. This mm-hmm. turns me on. Or, you know, you just... Be I want to try something. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was uh, not in the ass, though. Like, don't. <laughs> and this is to me. Don't be like, oh, I want to fuck you in your ass. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because <laughs> I, I don't want that. That's not anything that I like. So, no, you don't. But just you just have to say it. Yeah. If y'all having sex, and especially if y'all having sex fully naked, you know, I, I come from the age of I might leave my shirt on. Yes. But it, <laughs> I'm definitely a let me keep my nightie on. <laughs> Kind of girl. But if y'all are in the stage of full-blown naked sex lights on, oh, you should be able to, like, say, I don't like that. Don't do that. Do this. And if he can't take it then, I mean, y'all not sexually compatible then. Right. And it's okay. It's okay. To not be with somebody once you realize y'all not sexually compatible. You cannot force bad sex to be a thing like i have a best friend like this is she like if she hear me she's gonna kill me but i have a best friend that like 
she'll like you and like y'all hang out and go on dates and shit. Uh-huh. But the minute she have sex with you, if your sex trash, she's done. Good. <laughs> she's Good, just like sis. done. Kudos to you, Bessie, whomever <laughs> you may be. We're because <laughs> you don't sign yourself up for wax sex. No. And, and I fully believe in sex before marriage because you got to know what you marry. And let me I'm tell sorry. you something. I have told a dude, I I mean, I might nut, but our sex is whack. Yeah. I have very flat out, just as I just said it. Yeah. Mm-mm. I it's told whack. my ex in high school. I was and like, I even was like, it's not whack to you because it's whack to me. And I know I'm not giving you no extra effort, fam, because it's whack. No, like, for like, and dudes, don't be afraid either. Like, I don't know what I was going through maybe for these couple months. Like, Devin straight up told me I was lazy. He's like, you lazy. You ain't doing nothing. Oh, I beg your pardon. Well, I have purposely been lazy before <laughs> because, nigga, this ain't nothing for me to break no sweat on. <laughs> so if you can't step your shit up... I'm going to lay here. I'm going to roll over and that's it. I'm not sucking no dick. I'm not doing nothing, Right, dog. and I think this maybe was, it's I, maybe I was on a dick-sucking strike. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know, but he, like, was sure, like, you lazy. You just, like, laying there. Well, my nigga, like, I don't know what you want me to do. But now, I, mean... I have some left-field advice. Hear me out. Hear me out. I also wondered how old this person is. Mm. Because if she's fairly young, she needs to fuck a woman. And what? here's why. Here's why. You can't just go around yeah, yeah, having yeah. sex with yes, yes, you can. What? So listen. Listen. My lesbian life. It taught me what I like and what I don't like. Up until then, I had never really tried anything different. Mm-hmm. Because I well, I really had only been sexual like that with one person, but mm-hmm. still. But it's like when you with somebody, y'all just kind of have a set of things you do mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. That's just y'all thing. But when I was a part of the other lifestyle, mm-hmm. it was the first time I got with people who really would ask me, well, what kind of stuff do you like? Like, mm-hmm. what do you like the best? How do you like this? How do you like that? And once you ask me, I don't fucking know. Well, and, and I'm, I'm going to say that's probably because she don't have a dick. Yeah. So she got to make sure it counts. Right. And so men, they think that it's just the dick. But what I'm saying is, after that, I was comfortable because it was common for that conversation to take place. So I never looked at it as, well, if I tell you I don't like this, but I do like this, then I'm going to hurt your feelings. Because Mm -hmm. to me, it was a conversation you have. It was just the person I was with before then. Maybe he didn't know that, but now I'm used to having a conversation. So now I might wait till the first time we have sex so I can see where you at. Mm-hmm. And I can be like, you know what I like? Like it was, I didn't think about having to say, oh, well, I prefer when you do this instead of when you do that. I just, I, I've never had sex with a woman. Um, but I think that you just have to, or you should be comfortable with your sexual partner mm-hmm. to be able to say whatever. And watch a porn. And you see they do shit and be like, oh, I want to try that in your head. I mean, porn is not bad, okay? Yeah. Don't be like Kirk Franklin, but, you know, oh you can... Gosh. I'm just saying, don't okay. get addicted to the porn, but you can watch it for experiences or things that you might like that you're not and sure. And see some shit you might want to try. You ain't right. never experienced it. You might be like, you know what, that look like it might be the, um, what's up right there? Yeah. I mean, because I would tell Devin, like, okay, you can't just be like, get on top 
roll over. Like, I need you to, like, caress me and, like, let's start it off. And he's like, okay. And we have been together for, like, 15 years. You would think that he would know that, but he'll mm-hmm. just be like, um... You you gonna suck my dick? Like, and it's just like, wait, I'm not a bitch off the street. Like, yeah, we can do like intimate things together. So right. I think you just have to tell the person and don't mm-hmm. get in your feelings about it. I mean, it's sex. Um, and also, if he is so uncomfortable with having a conversation, there might be something you need to think about as well. But a preacher's kid, I doubt it. They, they normally nasty. are hoes. Yeah, they normally are hoes and bad. So I totally doubt that. I think she is just uncomfortable with asking for something because she thinks that it's going to give that uh, image that he's not doing something right. But you can give him Preacher's the positives. kids are nasty, girl. You can Just give him the it. positives and the negative. He probably waiting on you to say something truthfully. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I asked Bay, and they put in quotations, we've been dating for a year, for a new Gucci clutch. He texted, you're not getting it. Me. Then you're not getting any of this. I replied with a sexy panty pic. He t- he texted me a pic of his ex with her head in his lap. I haven't heard from his him since. What the fuck happened? Bitch. <laughs> First off, he was already cheating on you. He was already cheating on your motherfucking ass. So your ass. sexy bribe, it, it didn't mean all, anything. who the fuck? Does that right? If you don't buy me a Gucci clutch, you're that, not getting okay. no ass, bitch. I'm not penalizing myself because we thank broke. you. That's what I'm just about to say. Like, bitch, this taking sex away from you. If I text my nigga tomorrow a picture of anything and he be like, You're not getting it, that's fine. Or we fucking tonight, though. I'm not finna threaten you with me with something not getting that's gonna dick. punish myself. Yeah, like, like that okay, cool. Doesn't make sense. Also, the sex robbery doesn't work because just like he sent you a picture, like oh, okay, bitch, you don't want to have sex it's with me. Too many holes. She gonna have I sex hear with me. Pussy popping on the handstand. And it may have been an old picture. Maybe it wasn't real. Maybe he just was like, oh, I, I'm gonna get that ass. Like, yeah. Oh, bitch, I'm... you want to be funny, right? Home. Yeah. But first off, why you need a Gucci clutch anyway? Let's start there, ho. That's because, why you got left. Because that means, like, you ain't really trying to get no Gucci because you just want <laughs> a, a clutch, fucking bitch. clutch, bitch. You should be asking for, like, the biggest bag. Like, I don't well, understand. Well, maybe he a broke nigga, and since it's tax season, she was like, I'm just going to ask for a little clutch. No. But nah, bitch, if you buy me a Gucci, you're going to buy me a Gucci, dog. Like, I don't want no fucking clutch. Problem with women. Don't ask a nigga to buy you something that you can't buy your fucking self. Yeah. Buy that shit yourself. Now, I might ask you, hey, you want to buy this for me so I can put my money elsewhere? I'm not going to ask you. But nigga, if you say no, okay, cool, my nigga. I'm not going to ask you. Because I'm not buying you no motherfucking Gucci belt. I'm just... Because <laughs> that's all the niggas going to gallery and again had a little bitty uh, ass Hermes bag. belt. But I'm not going to ask you. I'm just going to be like, oh, for Christmas this might be cute. Or for my birthday this might be cute. But I'm not I'm not going to ask you nothing. I bring home perfume samples to Devin all the time. Be like, oh, I like how this smell. Half and the you time, go out, he go out and get that yeah. shit. Now, half the time, if I say, oh, I wish I could get this for Christmas, I'm not even being for real. And that's my ten. I'm going to get it myself before you could even try to right. buy it. Right. But, bitch, I'm not finna ask no nigga for no Gucci clutch. Number one, a clutch. No. <laughs> Strike one. Bitch, go show a clutch from Aldo and move the fuck on. <laughs> Number two is, now I'm going to threaten you when I get in the snatch because you're not buying me a fucking clutch. Like, Stupid. I'm some old-ass white woman. <laughs> And then number three, you don't understand why you ain't heard back from this nigga because you threatened him over a fucking clutch. Over a clutch. 
bitch. Girl. That's why but your you ass know lonely she's now. She's young. She's an Instagram she gotta uh, be. influencer. And she's just trying to li- live this fake-ass life. And he gave you exactly what you what Okay, you because, nigga, I'm texting you a Jiffy Lube screenshot. Can you get my oil Can changed? you give me four tires, my nigga? <laughs> like, right now, NTV has a clutches. sale. Buy two, get two free. Can we go tomorrow? Like, can you fuck buy me some bags. tires? Nigga, can I get these eyeglasses? Okay. These are some get cute fuck fucking friends, nigga. Mm, young asshole. <sighs> You always gotta grow up. Yes. Bitch. Grow the fuck up. Ask the nigga to help you with some shit that count. Oh. Can you pay my rent, nigga? This light bill is mighty high. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real. Can we make an agreement that you pay in the summer month uh, electric bill? Father God, please. Shit. Because the summer is rapidly approaching. Give a fuck about a Gucci clutch, hoe? You can't even hold your cell phone in that shit. Can you give me a Reliant Energy gift card? <laughs> like... <laughs> Fuck that bag. Okay. Um, I cheated. My ex made nasty back page ads with my pics. I didn't have proof that he did it. I got calls and offers and I needed the money. Oh, I set up a date and got arrested for prostitution. My ex bailed me out and asked to reunite, but I'd rather get the bag. Advice. You a hoe. First of all, bitch, you made your own back page. <laughs> Don't don't blame this nigga. <laughs> this nigga did not make you a back page. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I can speak. How you accidentally prostitute? <laughs> right. No. 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 Not accidentally. How you get backdoored into prostitute <laughs> by back. somebody doing some revenge porn against you? But How now the fuck? you actually went ahead. And but did now it. you down with bitch. it. But you got arrested though, so you ain't even like fully go through with the prostitution, did you? She did. She got arrested the first go round. Oh, that's true. Cause she set up the date. So she set up the date. You got arrested. So bitch. So you didn't even fucking fuck nobody, but now you all misconfident, like, oh, I'm going to get the bag. Now help me understand. You just got bailed out of jail for prostitution, and you trying to chase the bag. What bag, bitch? What bag? Because you don't have shit, and you going to get caught again. Oh, Lord. But I can speak from experience of a guy putting your nudes on a... Excuse me? Well, in my days, it was crazy. So I had this... Guy that I was dealing with. <laughs> I had this guy that I was dealing with, and I guess he was still kind of upset that I was kind of still dealing with my boyfriend. Like, I don't really know what it was, but he put me on Craigslist. He put my titties on Craigslist. But it wasn't me getting caught and back though into prostituting. It was the fact that Devin. Finds my titties on Craigslist. Wait, wait, wait. wait. And he's like, is that you? Fuck, how the fuck did Devin find it? I don't know why Devin was searching. Maybe he was looking for him some bitches. I have oh, no idea. I'm in tears, But guys. found me, girl. And I was like, <laughs> what? Are you serious? So I had See? to text that dude and be like, that's some fucked up shit. Like, why the fuck would you do that? That wasn't me. That wasn't me. Yes, think it was you because it's the picture I sent you. Oh. <gasps> Luckily, my face wasn't in it, but damn, Devin, I what my titties look like. Y'all, that's why you cannot include your face when you send nudes. I just, I can, under, I, I can understand Especially that a nigga would do that a, to you. If, if it's a shifty nigga, like, I don't really just know you, know you. The most you're going to get is my chin and bottom lip. Yes. But I'm not putting my face in no nude nigga, because y'all niggas get out of control. Right. So, I, I know a nigga do that shit to you. 
But however, it did not make me become the Craigslist hoe. Okay, but he put her information because she was getting calls. So it was her information and everything. Well, yeah, it wasn't my info. But nobody said you have to be like, you know what, bitch? My car no Yeah, Shit is rough. Why wouldn't she just get back with the ex that bailed her out? Because clearly you felt comfortable enough to ask him to bail you out of jail. Well, maybe she did because he got her in the position in the first place. But he didn't make her answer the ad. See, and that's why I'm confused on his behalf. Like, bitch, I might have made the page, but ain't nobody told you to go suck dick for money. Well, she, so sit that, your stupid true. ass in there. <laughs> no. Well, that's probably what everybody else told her. Everybody else is probably like, bitch, no, because nobody forced you to do that. You Unless just he don't know why she shit. was in there. No, 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 no. Because no. somebody he can know. bail. Oh, no, no, they do tell you. They take it to charge. I've bailed quite a few people out and I've been bailed out. He quite know a why few she times. was in there. And I'm okay. pretty sure she told him why he, she was in there. Well, they'll tell you off time because they'll even ask you, like, do you know what they in there for? And you either tell them or you be like, no, I'm not sure. They look it up and they be like, oh, I see his. Well, all he had, he probably searched her ass before he went down and picked her up. Oh, Lord. Well, girl, be a hoe. I don't know what else to say. No, girl. Yes. I mean, you're going to go to jail. Listen. They gonna keep getting your ass. They gonna they about to get all them people on back page. That's what she need. Cause if this is the type of life decisions your dumb ass making, be a hoe. Be a hoe. If you live in Houston, I hope to see you on business, bitch. You gonna see her with a swimsuit up her ass in, <laughs> in December. And a mini skirt. Okay. I work at a rundown motel. I see a lot of people I probably shouldn't. But when my Wow. Okay. Let me start over. I work at a rundown motel. I see a lot of people I probably shouldn't. But when my sister's husband came in with this dirty teenage boy, I was too through. He saw me and got a room for the teen. He said to get him off the streets. But the boy said to him, you leaving? What the fuck to do? Wait, I'm sorry. Read again. I was reading something else. Bitch. I'm sorry. I work at a rundown motel. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people I probably shouldn't. But when my sister's husband came in with this dirty teenage boy, I was too through. He saw me and got a room for the teen, he said, to get him off the streets. But the boy said to him, you leaving? What the fuck to do? Ask him. I ain't asking him shit. I'm telling my sister. Well, I mean, I mean, but ask him again. Like, okay, I heard him say, like, are you leaving? Like, are you sleeping with this dirty? I mean, because no. the problem is, the problem number one is you're at a rundown motel. Right. And the kid is dirty. So you're not even, like, cheating clean. Like, right. You're, like, you're nasty at this point. But that's also why I'm not even going to waste the time to ask you. Because what nigga really going to admit it? So I'm going to go to my sister. But you got to admit it if you caught. I feel matter like the, fact, the lion makes it worse. You got to admit it if you caught. Matter of fact, I'm going to pop up while y'all eating dinner. And I'm going to say, girl, did Rodney tell you he came to my job? But see, he going to lie to her too. See, But here- then once she had the information, that's on her. But I'm going to make sure it's out in the open. But see, that's the problem. Because to me, my man should not be getting some little boy a hotel room if he not family how the fuck are you even in this situation not even family because family fuck husbands but i just feel like he's not gonna tell the truth period whether you bring it to the sister or not and my thing is i'm not about to give you the tea 
and you don't drink it. Especially when it's a dirty young man. Yeah. Because that's going to piss me the fuck off if I tell you your husband brought this dirty little boy to the motel and you still with this nigga. That's going to aggravate the fuck out of me and I'm not going to be pleased. Because I feel like I would have immediately FaceTime my sister. Oh, yeah. I mean, I probably would have called that day. Or call my other sister or whomever, or my brother or whatever and be like... But I'm taking pictures and video. Yes. Because if nothing else, we're going to verify that your bitch ass is here. That's what she should have been doing. Taking pictures. Okay. Okay. My identity was stolen. Mm. My checking account was drained. Tax returns stolen. Everything gone. But my boyfriend was there for me. He helped me with bills, etc. The bank investigator... Uh, wait. The bank investigator showed me who drained the account. Mm. It was a picture of my boyfriend at the ATM. I forgave him. I didn't press charges, and I never told a soul. I moved back in with my mom. Now my mom's account is drained. He dumped me, and I'm too embarrassed to tell my mom that he did it. Plus, I miss him. What do I do? You don't miss him, you dumb hoe. You miss the dick. Yes. Because if he that type of trifling, he got good dick. Girl, trifling niggas had the best dick. First off, first off. Okay. Yes, you forgave him. Okay, whatever. You lost all your money. Maybe the bank replenished your money. I don't know. But how you gonna have him in that close proximity with your mama that he's taking her fucking money to? That's why I'm confused. Like, why would Did you do that? Did they both move with, his, with her mama? Because that's not what she said. She said, I moved back with my mom. But how obviously do he have he her was, info? Obviously, he was coming over there. <clears> and he jacked her as well. But why would... A thief like that. Why the fuck would you bring him around other people? <laughs> Bitch, let him steal from you all day. Well, but don't let him steal from other fucking people. See, and this is where I struggle with forgiving a person. Because to me, if you forgive a person for something major, to me, in the back of their mind, they feel like they could do it again. So if you forgave him after you found out for a fact that he drained your account, he took your tax return and all of that, you had to know his ass was going to steal something. I mean, you know he's a thief. You out here fucking Joanne the Scammer. And now you got to tell your mama that he didn't scam her motherfucking ass too. You need to tell your mom so your mom can press charges because at this point somebody needs to press charges against yeah. him. Yeah, and since your stigmatized ass is not gonna press charges on him, and your mama need to press charges against you for harboring a fucking fugitive yeah. around her and allowing him to fucking steal from you. Girl, that's stupid. That's foolishness. Dick make you do weird shit, No, no, it don't. No, it don't. Because ain't no way you're going to take my motherfucking tax return. You're going to take everything from me. Now, I am so fucking broke that I can't even pay my rent, my bills, and then I got to move back home. But I forgive you? No, girl. And then you drain my mom's account? No, girl. No, girl. (sighs) Okay. We have two more. Okay, and this one says, we met at a Greek step show and we clicked. I'm a dentist. He's a lawyer. He owns real estate and didn't have any kids. We got married and three months later, I discovered (laughs) he pledged Q but never graduated. Typical. He's not a lawyer, no real estate, four kids and two baby mamas. Yeah, well, you know my stance. Four kids and two baby mamas canceled. No, no, canceled. No. Annulment. 
annulment. And when they ask why you want to get it annulled, I did not realize I married a fuckboy. Right. And that's what I cannot do. Why the fuck did she marry him? <clears throat> you know what, my theory. What? He got a good dick probably. But, okay. First off, you trying to trash him for not graduating from college but pledging. Because I don't even know what all that has to even Bitch, do with Everybody I know went to college and did not graduate, ho. <laughs> I only know a handful of people who actually I don't got even know what that has to do with the scenario. And I feel like it was shade when she said he pledged Q and then graduate. Like, yeah, okay, like, girl. Uh, like... First off, you, why are you sitting around here trying to clown somebody for being silly? You need to clown yourself. Because you married this nigga, though. How the fuck did she not know? I don't know, because I can guarantee he showed them signs before. And did, did he have these children on you? I'm like, How old was this motherfucker when he went to college? He well, already he had-, had to, because she said three months after they got married, she found out he had four kids, two baby mamas. So you ain't know nothing about him when he, you married him. I don't know. So again, why you trying to clown him <clears throat> for not being uh, having a college degree? You might have a college degree, but you ain't got no goddamn common sense, and you don't even know who you to marry. I keep rereading this, trying to figure out where she went wrong because she don't know nothing about him. That's where she went wrong. She don't even know him. You just thought she was getting you a cue, and you found out you got you a dog <laughs> with four kids. And you don't know nothing about him? <clears throat> how three months after marriage like, you found out? I don't know how that happens. I don't... Somebody got sick and needed blood. Just like, how did she not know he was a lawyer? Like, you... Okay. I don't know. I don't know, girl. No real estate. Four kids. Two baby mamas. God bless. Um. Okay, last one. I'm concerned for my friend's health. Her boyfriend slept with a mutual friend of ours recently. And this friend... Her boyfriend slept with a mutual friend. Another mm-hmm. girl? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and this friend confided to me that she has HIV. I don't know how to warn my friend without destroying everyone. Advice. Fuck everybody. Destroy them all. You need to let them know. See, I... <clears throat> The thing for me is, some of this stuff be too serious to worry about hurting people's feelings or people getting upset or people being heartbroken. Like, now we're talking about HIV. Right. I would much rather my friend be mad than for my friend to fuck around and end up with HIV and I knew ahead of time. I'm I'm telling. Yeah, I'm telling everything. I'm telling it all. I'm just letting it all A double L. I'm just letting it go. Because if your friend keeps sleeping with him, if he keeps sleeping with a mutual friend, if your friend gets sick and die of HIV or AIDS, you're gonna be the main one at the funeral crying. Uh-huh. So spare me that mm-hmm. and put the shit on the table. But I also do not give a fuck about my friend's significant others liking me. So if I feel like well, not if I feel like, but if I know for a fact you're doing some dog shit, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't even think it matters about them liking you unless y'all were friends prior to. Right. And, and, and even so, if it was some shit like this, I don't need you as my friend. Yeah, now. no, I, I would tell because at this point, <clears throat> it's too much, too many people that we know sleeping with each other. Like, that's, yeah. just, that's just too much. The whole situation is just bad. And he already a dog-ass nigga for fucking one of y'all mutual friends right. any fucking way. 
way. Right. And so, so is you. that girl. So yeah. she definitely needs to be exposed. I just, uh uh-uh, that's Because too much. that's not y'all friend. At all. And like, I'm sorry. What? You need to get yourself checked out too because she might have fucked your man as well. Hmm. Okay. Because hoes like that don't just do it just one or two times. No, that's what they, they do. They notorious. Yeah. They fuck all y'all boyfriends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. That's cousin Faith off of Soul Food. Everybody needs to <clears throat> be told. Like, and it doesn't need to be telephone. It needs to be everybody together. Yeah. Whether at y'all next function or event or whatever, make a toast and let that <laughs> shit go. And just say that make shit. Make a toast. Bitch. Like how she did. Because family fuck your husband. I mean, just be like, I'm so glad we all came together today. You know, and you I, gonna really make a have, toast? I really have some things that I need to say, you know. So Keisha sleeping with Tom and Tom, <laughs> you're like, I would just let that shit go. Just put that shit out <coughs> on the table. And if they mad at you, they mad. And move on. Go find you some more friends. Shit. Yeah, I definitely would be dramatic and dried out. No, I, I definitely want to invite everybody to brunch. Yeah, we going and out. I'll be yeah. like, so is there anything anybody want to get off their chest today? Yeah. Because I got something I'm about to say. And yeah. I just want to give ample opportunity. Because when I say a shit going to start popping off in this bitch. I'm I'm, gonna it's going to be go. like a fucking Real Housewives reunion. So, Tom, do you want to tell Quisha how mm-hmm. you fucked this young lady? And did y'all know she had HIV? Because I know, but I don't know if everybody else knows. Okay. Because, I mean, first off, isn't that a crime in California? It's a crime in most states. Like, you you can't like, do that. Like, there's a murder charge. But why would you even want to do that? Like, because I'm pretty sure when you found out you was HIV positive, you was devastated. And so why would you want to put that on someone else's life? Like, why would you Why would you do that? So I feel like she needs to be exposed, call the police as well. Yeah. And just let I'm it I'm fucking the scene let, up. Mm-hmm, let it go. I'm calling the cops on your motherfucking ass and inviting you to lunch so they come pick your bitch ass up. I know I would. You're not going to be out here fucking everybody and, and you got that gangster lean. <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't think I'm a tell? Oh, I'm a tell, bitch. I am just want to make sure that they know. I just feel like you should know. Just the same if, if, as if it was an STD. People should know. You need to tell people what they got or what you got. Who, child? Nasty ass people. The moral of the story is y'all just got to fight. You got to fight people that cross you. You just got to do better. That's what we're going to do at the end of every episode. Life lessons we've learned this week. And what Ayanla taught me is sometimes you just got to pop a bitch in the mouth. The high road ain't always the way to go. It's Sometimes not. you got to get with a bitch. Like, do not let these TV cameras, this weird accent I use, don't let none of this shit fool you because I will get out there with you, bitch. Stay at me, ho. I just think that, you know, you just sometimes you just got to take that assault charge. Like, it's just some shit that we can't go high about. We got to go low with You em. got to go. Not that you I disagree with Michelle Obama. I don't disagree. I I'm don't. just saying it's just something. But sometimes you do have to go low. You got to go low. And you might not even get an assault charge. Take it from me. You might not. You assault the right person, you can't get an assault charge because the people are already looking for them. Ain't nobody that's... People that got the right type of warrants, they ain't calling the cops on nobody. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't try to fight a pretty, pretty bitch like me because I'm a press charger. Pressing charges. These, these ugly bitches out here. Yeah. They ain't the bitch, none. The bitch that's a female version of a fuck nigga. If a bitch got four, five kids, you can assault her all fucking day. She not calling the cops. No. 
Them type bitches don't call the cops. Now, she might come to your job and try to jump you. But you're not going to have an assault charge, so fuck it. You know what I'm saying? And then when she come to your job, you call the cops. You fuck the game up in 2018. Any other life lessons? Oh, and let people be angry if they want to be fucking angry. Let people be angry. You know, everybody's problem can't be solved just because you want to be the resolution. Yeah. Um. No dick pics 2018. No nudes to random strangers. Mm-hmm. And just be comfortable about sex with your partner. Yeah. I, I would say those three things are very important this week. Okay, that's very important indeed. Yeah. That was a good, that was good, sis. <laughs> um, make sure you're following us on Instagram and on Twitter. And T in the Shade, that's T-E-A in the Shade. Oh, and to the fake T in the Shades out there in the world, I probably am going to report your pages <laughs> every motherfucking day. Because you obviously know there's a real tea in the shade out here if you have punctuation in your motherfucking name. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming. I wonder what happened to that other tea in the shade the page underscore, with underscore, underscore. I think she's the. I think she realized that it's not gonna happen. Okay, it's not gonna happen. Well, but I'm coming for y'all. Black and reportment spam. Yes. Abusive content. That's how you get them to fuck up out of here. Okay, I'm Spam, abusive content, gone. Page gone in two days, minimum. That's what you do to... Never mind. Save that for next week. Well, that was something Shook Avery had said. These hoes, they be a little too friendly in the comments, and they be too free with them emojis in your man comments. Block, spam, abusive content. Bitch, you want me posting no emojis from this page? I guarantee you that. Well, mine don't have an IG that I know of, so. Well, whatever. Just let these hoes. Okay, girl, you got one more heart eye emoji, bitch, and I'm taking this shit up with Instagram. Maybe he cute. And that's my cute. Mine. So now you got to make a whole nother page to hoe from, but I bet you won't come back over here. Okay, Simone. So anyway. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at T in the Shade. That's T-E-A in the Shade. Or on Facebook, we're T in the Shade Podcast. You can find our episodes on SoundCloud and on Apple I, on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you rate and review. Thank you to everybody who have left reviews. We really appreciate it, y'all. Oh, you got a dope. chance to see them all? No. Oh. <laughs> but I know they there, so, and I know they five stars, so I'll take it. Five-star chick. Remember that song? <laughs> Yo Gotti? Yes. Five-star chick. You supposed to sing Tutu. I know, but five, you said five-star. That was, that was... So anyway, we okay. will catch you guys next week. Be blessed in the Lord. Deuces. <laughs>